0: Welcome to episode 4 of the Splitfire Gaming Podcast. We're now at um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull levels of uh, film comparisons. And that film was garbage. But I hope this will not go the same way as um, unnecessary fourth entries in a series. Um, There has been a bit of a gap. Uh, That's real world stuff. Apologies, I couldn't do anything about it. Um, But thank you to everyone who got us up to... I think we're on 96 views for the last one, which is shot up from 30-odd. So hopefully I'm doing something right. Um, Thank you very much for your support. There's also a a first for the channel. I got my first dislike, so there must be a rogue Tau player somewhere out there um, disliking the last video, but fair enough. My guest this week, uh, you've heard about him in the previous two episodes. He is somewhat of a... Legend somehow I didn't know everyone held him in such high regard uh, it's Gavin welcome Gavin. thank you and it's a pleasure to that I have my legendary status has preceded me uh, it's I, I was when I was speaking to Vince and Ian and they were coming out with what I can I describe as a love fest for you I thought this doesn't bear any resemblance to how we talk in real life but there you Look, go
1: he who pays the piper
0: calls the tune. <laughs> So you're apparently a legendary general, a amazing mathematician who can calculate percentages in a couple of seconds. And I think Vince actually does love you. So how do you react to those, those revelations?
1: Well, you know, I can't say I'm shocked. I've known myself for many years. And the fact that other people have recognized these great qualities in me is just, you know, it's, it's understandable. Wow. Or
0: so it's a massive payoff at some point.
1: One <laughs> of the two.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's 50-50, I think. Hmm. Um. So what is your brief history with the realm of Games Workshop-related IP? Well,
1: <laughs> it's not really brief, but I'll try and make
0: it so. <laughs> yeah, um... I think Ian spoke about it for 40 minutes in my brief <laughs> intro last time.
1: We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Um, obviously started many years ago. Uh. I can't even remember how I first got in. I There was someone at school, I think, and they were talking about it, and they showed me some models, you know, like every good dealer does. Yeah. And
0: um, That's how they get you.
1: Yeah. And it went from there and ended up in a, a games workshop buying some models. And the classic choice, Ultramarine Devastator Squad was my first purchase with some horrible super glue that was really really cheap trying to put together metal on a plastic arm and a metal weapon and yeah there was more glue on me they never their arms never stayed on
0: that was the um unique choice of a metal model a metal weapon and a plastic arm to connect the two Yes. And all the weight going straight down
1: and not like rested on anything. It's literally just the glue trying to hold that weight.
0: Is that so the standard five minutes holding the glue together then you've glued it to yourself? Oh uh, yeah. Like, the, the
1: part yeah, your hands come apart and the pieces are still stuck to each hand, but definitely not to each other.
0: Yeah, um, I don't miss metal models.
1: Yeah, that was that was an experience. And then I got the the 40k. It must have been Second edition or third edition? I can't even remember
0: which. Probably second uh, starter set. Second. second was the one with lots of Gretchen with auto guns. Oh
1: yeah, definitely second then. So I had uh, some orcs and I had some Space Marines, and then I, I remember getting a shock attack gun, which I loved, and some uh, orc bikers, um, and then a uh, and then after that, I started to really I committed down to the Space Marine path after getting just some random stuff.
0: I ended up in Blood Angels
1: a sort of love mm-hmm. for
0: the um, angel-related factions?
1: I think there, was, there wasn't
0: there was a lot of choice, a lot of like, uh, rules-wise choice. It was sort of like bog-standard marines. Uh, uh, it the was ultramarines. A, there was a blood angel on the front of the second edition box, if I remember rightly.
1: There's another crimson fist. Oh, it might be,
0: actually. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> fact check me on that. There we go. We're a few minutes in, and
1: already we have from <laughs>
0: If a little banner pops up saying "disputed," then that's why. <laughs> right. Sorry, go on. Um,
1: yeah, so uh, and I went down the Blood Angel path, and uh really liked Blow Angels. I really liked the background, the lore. Uh, this just seems a lot more interesting than just
0: Ultramarines. Um, I suppose they've got a, a flaw, haven't they? So they're a bit more in. There's a bit more to them. Yeah, and flawed is always better
1: you, if you go around being perfect all the time, then it's just it's not interesting. Oh, I've won again! Hooray! Um, but the flawed, and there was a lot of flaws in Blood Angels. Uh, they, they were like proper heroes, but
0: also um, they had issues, it's <laughs> <laughs> just. Space vampires, you, you may say.
1: Uh, I mean, just the whole blood thing, that's, mm. that's just propaganda.
0: So, <laughs> clearly... so the there aren't marines that have had to be locked away because they've gone insane. That, that's not the case.
1: No, definitely not. And anyone right. who says otherwise <laughs> should not be believed. And the fact that they then turn up later drained of their blood is purely circumstantial. It's,
0: yeah, it's, it's, you've
1: got TSA. so yeah. you've got. Exactly. but uh, ultimately that didn't last uh, I think it was by third edition the the Space Marines being just like good at everything kind of wore thin for me mm. and um, I wanted to go for something which was a bit more punishing to players <laughs> clearly
0: hard mode on
1: yeah and and the guard made their appearance for me uh, I like the tanks uh particularly around that era when we had the preliminary bombardment oh yeah uh, that. that was a lot of fun just uh, well I've got all these tanks so they're gonna get a free shot
2: <laughs> great
0: it's great uh, as the other player to remove things from the board before it's even your games even started that's oh that's yeah, a definitely. Lot of fun.
1: yeah how the game works yeah um and then <laughs> My friends, one of the friends at the time got Tyranids when they first came out, and their equivalent preliminary bombardment, the rolling for everything, and the Jones is acting strangely.
0: Yes, that was all the um parasite of something. Yeah. Rolling.
1: That that kind of ruined my guard dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no, there is something inside this tank with oh the tank's dead. <laughs> <laughs> quite a high chance that the tank... Oh, and that one's dead as well. And that that squad is... Oh, yeah. Everything's dead. Okay. Fair enough. Never mind. Um, So we had some rough patches with the guard through various editions. They're in a a much happier place now. But they still have that um, quality of... It's just regular humans with... We brought as much firepower as we can. But it doesn't really matter if we win or lose because there's billions more.
0: And we will grind you down. I'm sure you'll remember I got a lot of shit from Vince um, for picking guard squads as my fifth top unit. But, <laughs> yes, uh, this is exactly why I like them. Yeah, uh, just for that, they're, they're just the normal humans trying to defend against Tyranid horrors, demons, super hmm. uh, chaos, super soldiers. And that's why. That's why I like the guard.
1: Yeah, uh, it's
0: really the appeal. The the fact that
1: guard is essentially playing a gay a strategic game in a tactical game system um it's everyone else is, you know they, they've got excellent armor or weaponry or um the ability to stand up again and then and the guards like oh well we've lost but it doesn't matter like because <laughs> you've got to fight another army bigger again the um the the law behind it with the You know, if it's if there's a small incursion, there's a raid or something like that, and they recruit from like a nearby planet. If it's a bit bigger, it's all right, we've got more planets, we'll go a bit further out. There's no end of us.
0: Yeah, just the uh, the commanding officer just had to fill in a form and actually we need a bit more. Can we have another million troops? And hopefully someone in the administrative will stamp it and you will get his troops. Yes. Just churn them all into the into the meat grinder.
1: Yep. I'll run out of bullets eventually, don't worry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the trusty last gun, yeah. Uh, yes, did you ever work for the company? No, no, oh. no, I'm afraid I've broken that trend for you. Oh, dear me, that was that was a, a it's about to be for three for four there, but yeah, so I can't ask the question that everybody wants to know, uh, which is what is Andy Chambers really like? Well, you wouldn't uh, know,
1: no, I didn't, I never met him, never. So, I've been obviously a Warmer World and into the shops, but no, never stumbled upon any famous
0: or noteworthy members. I have a story where I met someone or saw someone who was famous, and I thought, Oh, there's Gav Thorpe in. Um, <laughs> in <laughs> I American remember. Bar. Yeah. Oh, there's I Gav I was sitting at the table, perhaps one away from him, going, Oh, there's Gav Thorpe. That's Gav Thorpe. I texted everyone, Oh, I've just seen Gav Thorpe in. Um, in and then about 30 minutes later, I realized it's actually Phil Kelly. All right. and I'm sure. They look nothing alike at all. They're not even involved in the same areas. So I don't know how that mistake came about. But and there you go. You've managed to devastate both Phil Kelly and Gav yeah, Thorpe. This is... this. Phil Kelly's thinking there's a lunatic behind me <laughs> he seems to think I'm Gav Thor. <laughs> And then he wasn't there when I realized that he wasn't actually Gav Thorpe. But... Well, he's never returned my calls either. It's funny that it's a common theme there. Yeah. So I know the answer to this question, but yeah. uh, what's your opinion on Warhammer Fantasy Battle? Because you're not just a forty k <laughs> player.
1: No. Uh, so uh, parallel to all this, uh, these shenanigans with the guard, I got into Warhammer Fantasy as well. Um, that was later on, though. That was sort of like midway through my my hobby timeline. And but for those, I just went straight for Dwarfs and Dwarfs ever since. I, I dabbled with a couple of others, you know, a few units, but uh, dwarves has been my like 95% of my Warhammer fantasy experience, and it's a great game. It's it's nice in that it was always that different. It was almost, I felt like that grown up version of 40k. So you've you've had the, the relatively easy game, uh, with the simplified rules. This is. Now we're going to get into angles and...
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, facing. <laughs> yeah. The unit isn't looking at something, so it can't charge it. It's a totally alien concept to 40k.
1: Yeah. The very restrictive, like most things, are move or fire. Um, there was... it's You really had to start thinking ahead of what you were going to do and where things were going to be next turn and the turn after. Uh, and I particularly like games like that. Uh, the... Um, the ones where you've actually got a plan. And if the if the game doesn't uh, come out as you were intending, you're in a bad position, <laughs> and uh, that can cost
0: you. So uh, it, It's an excellent system. But um, we've had quite a few... We, we've sort of re-fought the War of the Beard over the past <laughs> three years with high elves versus dwarves, which usually ends in both sides being almost obliterated, which is pretty realistic yeah. to what happened. Yep. Yeah. Fight to the death. Yeah, keep that grudge. But the grudge is full. Yeah. Well, if we didn't, what else would we have to do? Who knows what happened to the uh, Phoenix King's crown? We'll never know. That's never going to be resolved.
1: Well, the High Elves certainly don't know where it is or what happened to it. No, nope, nobody knows. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> Ariel. Ariel doesn't know either, does she? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely gonna cut this bit. <laughs> <laughs> Having had a hammer go through a skull. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, when you've got fifty white right lions with the L'Ariel and then you fluff your magic if <laughs> you're supposed to make them get a three award save, and then a fifty strong unit of hammers stroller runes right into you, and then you get charged by them. Like none of this is going how I expected or how I even considered it could happen. And then, yeah, you take a few hammers out, and then they've all got two attacks each, and they're in horde. Yep. And then the Laria had- dies, so the ward save's gone, and then the White Lions just collapsed. Well, wasn't that something like a three thousand point battle that was over in half an hour? It was because <laughs> yeah. it was the one with the um <laughs> the, 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 the breaking point. Like, right, the general's dead. The battle standard bear is dead. <laughs> the unit standard bearer is dead. I have immediately broken. There was forty minutes well spent. Yep.
1: No, that was that was good. We we there was more setup than actual game. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm actually not disappointed at all with the outcome of that
1: battle. No, it felt very very warm with the beard. Yeah, uh, proper. Uh, well, no, it wasn't glass hammers, but it was hammers that were certainly stronger than the armor. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I it's the whole. This is the elite fire them into the the war zone everyone's dying no one's taking any account of the damage this is doing to the both nations just funnel them all into the uh, the war yeah
1: ah we're victorious well
0: <laughs> for for both 30 of seconds. us. yeah <laughs> right there's another siege to go of oh, now and oh, then we'll, yeah doesn't end well yeah. but um unlike myself who is an implacable opponent of uh what followed from fantasy? You actually do enjoy Age of Sigma. I do, yes. So, so my first question on that is <laughs> why?
1: The key for it, like I hated the first edition of Age of Sigma. There, it had nothing going for it. The system was overly simplistic. The crazy rules that they for, put in for because it's fun
0: uh, were just just stupid. <laughs> it's just there's no real basis to them. There, it just <laughs> killed the game. Um, Do you think the rules designers had, like, we've got to put these rules in in 30 minutes to deadline, and they're still, like, a bit light? Shall we add stuff? Oh, we, yeah. Speaking an Irish accent or something. That'll, yeah. that'll pad it out.
1: No, I, I think you're exactly right there. The the whole thing just felt rushed. It was like, we've had we had all this end times. That's really cool and interesting. And then they get to the end and say, right, uh, who was doing the rules for the next system? <laughs>
0: Wait, rules. What? <laughs> <laughs> what rules?
1: And then there just seemed a last minute path. Like when I first saw the rules for the like, and it's like, well, it's a it's a pamphlet. Like where's <laughs> where's the system? Like the getting started guides for other games is longer than this. What
0: wasn't that where the I don't know if you still can, but they said there is no there was no points. You just said yeah, bring yes. anything you like.
1: Yeah,
0: just whack it on the table. I was like,
1: Okay, all right, I mean th- that's not a game. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a model showcase that you when you move them about and throw some dice. So I was I was intensely disappointed by that. Uh, I feel that the second edition uh, corrected that, getting rid of all the the wacky stuff, uh, putting in points values, turned it back into a game. And and that's not enough on its own. But that was like, okay, we've finally achieved level one. Like this is this is baseline now.
0: <laughs> this is uh, where it should have been on
1: first launch. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and then what I did like about the rules that they introduced was that they introduced a, a strong uh, tactical element. The, they moved, they'd simplified a lot. Like the wound rolls is a big thing. I'm still not 100 how if I'm happy or not with that. Yeah, I don't like uh, that. It it speeds things up and it moves it to the the movement phase and the the combat phase, the positioning and combat phase. I particularly like. I think that's a lot. of The strategy is there now. It's it's a movement game, and the fact that you've got your um, uh, your three inch bubble around you is that if you're within that, you're in combat, and if you're not, then you're not. Uh, I think that's And the the fact that you've got melee weapons with a 2-inch range and some of a 1-inch range, you can start doing clever things in combat. So you get mobility in that as well. Um, So simplifying the wound rolls, I can see why. Still on the fence with that one. But I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing or a good thing currently. Uh, the double turn mechanic, which I know a lot of people hate and some people love, I think I think is a good addition. It has been times when it saved a game. There's times when it ruins a game and ends it. Um, but I think a lot of that is down to people not being familiar with it, not used to it. So we're so used to this you-go-I-go approach that I think we need to, to move on from it. Like a lot of other systems do it in a, in a much better way, I feel. I'm starting to ramble now. There's. Sorry, um, I'll
0: I'll cut this. It's fine. Good, good, good. i will cut from Uh, the intro to thank you for being on. (laughs) Uh,
1: I bolt action, uh, if I'm allowed to mention other systems. You can mention
0: anything. It just says gaming. It doesn't. I'm not until that check from Games Workshop comes through my letterbox. I can talk about anything I like. Yeah. Oh, excellent.
1: Uh, So bolt action then uh, uses a system where for every unit you have, you have a dice a die oh yes uh, i remember this
0: uh this is one of the few things i did like about um the bolt action system yeah there.
1: no no but well it was for praise so that's excellent yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh so every unit has a dice uh they all go in a bag all your opponent's units also have a dice they go into the same bag and you draw a dice out if it's your dice you get to activate a unit if it's theirs, they get to activate a unit. And it very neatly balances quality versus quantity. Uh, if you have obviously you have a, an elite army like Space Marines, you wouldn't have very many dice, so you're less likely to get activations. Your opponent might get, if he has a quantity type army, he might get like four activations of a unit before you get to do anything. But when you do get to do something, you are more effective, you have a bigger impact. So I, I, I particularly like that system. To, for your turn order. Um, now, I know Games Workshop aren't going to be pushing to something like that anytime soon. They're very wedded to the you-will-I-go, uh, and this double-turn mechanic is a, a small foray away from that. Uh, I th- so I think it is a good thing. Uh, you could perhaps try and tweak it slightly. Uh, you could make it 2d6 uh, to you know, to, to narrow the distribution of dice results uh, so it's more likely to get somewhere in you know the seven eight nine uh, and then the person who has advantage will be going first on
0: more often than not they sort but, of half did it with um triumph and treachery in fantasy all right but, yeah um it wasn't unit wise but you got a because it's between three and I don't know maybe three at least four possibly five players and you got a, each side got a card assigned to them. And at the start yeah. of every uh, game or every turn, you shuffle the cards and then randomly drew one at the start. So you could double turn it because um, you mm. could have the last turn of turn one and you could draw the, the card for the first turn of turn two. Right. Okay. That, that double turning could be extremely powerful. Uh, in, the time of t- is not... It, it's sort of like a very fun add-on. It's not a main game. So I don't know whether they went back to that when they thought about um, Age of Sigmar or it was just a coincidence. Uh, it's possible that they uh, took inspiration from it. Is that, Be- that's fun because you're thinking, I've got 10 things I need to do and it's very <laughs> dependent on where and where I get to do it is going to decide whether I'm going to have a good turn or a nightmare turn. And then it's it's not your card that's turned over like, all my plans have turned to dust. <laughs> now, now I have to rethink of something. So it does. That, I can see the appeal of that kind of thing, um, but like you're saying, I, I am too used to the you go, I go, and any deviation from that in the in a major game, I like I don't, I I don't like it without even thinking about it because yeah. it's just so ingrained in in what you're used to.
1: Yeah, and that's I mean, it's understandable. Really, it's we've been playing it for years. Uh, it's it's a hard one to break. But then you have to also consider that the you go, system is also inherently broken because first player always, you know, you got first turn advantage.
0: Yeah. Especially uh, in
1: a game like 40K.
0: For, 40K, plan? like um, I was saying, I might have been saying this when I was talking about Knights a few episodes <clears> ago. <throat> if you get, or it used to be, I've not played so much ninth, but in eighth, certainly, if you go first, um, you you're going to be all right, usually. Yeah, yeah. nice. If you go second and you haven't hidden them, which you can't now, um, <laughs> you're going to be in a world of hurt.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, uh, slewing back to Age of Sigma, they also do a um, the first turn isn't just a straight-up dice roll. So they use a system where the person who is finished deploying first, essentially, gets to choose. So it makes... Uh, a smaller elite army with fewer fewer units to place on the board is more likely to get the choice of going first or second. Oh, so, so it's you, not like a plus one that it used to be. No. Oh, yeah, oh. it's just straight up. If you are so you, you you roll off to see who starts deploying first, then you know, and it's alternating putting units down. The person who's finished deploying first gets to choose. It's as simple as that. So you can you can purposely go for a smaller army to try and make sure that you get to choose who goes first or second. Or you could just like, oh, well, I don't care, so I'll go for lots of units. And then that also helps balance, because it's a very objective-based game and a very strongly objective-based game. There are times when either I've been tabled or I've tabled my opponent but still lost because the objectives were just uh, didn't focus on them enough or they got away from me. Um, so you've got, you've got to be really, like, killing the opponent's army is a completely secondary thing. Yeah. Uh, so having a large army means you're in a better position to control objectives, but you're more likely that the other person's going to be choosing first or second. Um,
0: that and is then, where 40K's um, heading <coughs> as well with the objectives. <clears throat> yes. That it doesn't matter if all your models are destroyed. You, If you've got a runaway lead on objectives, then you win. Yes.
1: And I definitely think that's the way to go. Uh, the the game is it's an objective based. It's a tactical game. Uh, if you think in the in terms of the law, you're you've got sent a force out to do a mission. Um, whether the the force comes back or not is secondary to whether the mission has been accomplished. Um, it might be a case of it's the other way around in certain circumstances where you can't afford to lose that force but you've sent them out to do a mission because that mission needs to be done. And that is ultimately the deciding, you know, did you succeed or not?
0: Whether there's anyone to report or not is something yeah. else. It doesn't matter in a galaxy-sized conflict. Yeah, no, lost. exactly.
2: Especially lost. with Guard.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, A couple of tanks, it's a rounding error. Yeah, it's the price you pay for victory. Well indoctrinated. <laughs> um, well, we've getting away from the negativity of last uh, episode. Um we've picked quite an ambitious topic to talk about. Oh yeah. Which is um <laughs> who is the best emperor? Um the god emperor of mankind or emperor karl franz of the empire in Warhammer fantasy battle. Um I fully expect this to be two episodes because I couldn't think of a way for us to compare two people and have two different opinions and give an opinion, a final opinion in the space of one episode. Um, yes.
1: It does have to be a summing up.
0: Yes. So um, it's going to be five areas for each um, marked out of 10. And then hopefully at the end, we'll have a final score each. And then I, I don't know how we finally decide this. I haven't thought it through that much. We'll just say whose score is better or more justified or just leave it there that either is good. Um,
1: what? what if there's a draw?
0: If it's an exact draw, <laughs> we will delete this recording and do it again. <laughs> so don't do that. Okay. Can I uh, award half marks? <laughs> no, you can't. There's no possible there's no <laughs> places. There's no half marks. It's full numbers. Um, otherwise, this is going to get into some sort of election recount situation, which uh, oh, no. I don't really want to get into.
1: Oh, we could create some kind of electoral college.
0: That no, will solve all, all our problems. The electoral college comes in next episode when we talk about Carl Franz. So that's ah, it all it all segues together quite nicely brilliant or dovetails together quite nicely um so the the five areas we uh, are looking at is um each emperor's rise to power uh each emperor's military ability um, each emperor's administrative ability um then we'll be subtracting points for mistakes and errors they made. And then the final category is being alive. So that might be, uh, depending on whether you consider end times to be real or not, that could be an interesting uh, finale there. Um, so the first category is raised power. Uh, Do you want to do your score first, or shall I? All right, I'll go straight in with the numbers. Yeah, I thought we'd start with the (laughs) numbers and then justify it.
1: I see. Okay, well, so I chose, or I gave the God Emperor of Mankind an eight for his rise to power.
0: Ooh. Well, I gave him a six. Oh. Um, But go on, then. Why is he worthy of an eight? So...
1: His his rise to power is a long and torturous path, but it's he's he made the decision. It depends, obviously, of course, what law you decide to <laughs> uh, to accept and what as you consider to still be canon and no longer canon, and the stuff that just clearly it, people not reading previous fluff and just making more stuff up and layering it on top. It is a an interesting cake of law to choose from. <laughs> Don't uh, don't go
0: too <laughs> far down that path because it means all of what we're doing is meaningless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think no. But as a slight segue before I've even got into the first justification. <laughs> yeah, fine. I think this is one of the key strengths of uh Warhammer and 40k in particular that the the law is even in in universe they don't know what actually happened. <laughs> they have rumors and lies and myths. And it all sort of like you can pick and choose the bits that you think that you like things that you will believe, but you never actually know what is the actual truth of uh, of these events. Especially, I mean, the emperor supposedly born um, what eight thousand BC or something like
0: that. Yeah, in Anatolia.
1: So this is, <laughs> and we're in, and you know, if we're in the the forty k universe, forty year, forty thousand. There's bound to be some errors in copying <laughs> at some point along there. Um So I I've taken what I consider to be the, the most interesting law. Uh and we'll we'll see how that gets us. But going from that, he's, you know, reborn from the, the very shamans on earth in their in their plan to stop them disappearing. I think they were getting sucked into the warp by demons, and so they all come together and they uh, commit a mass suicide, and then a year later, the Emperor is born, encompassing all their abilities, their powers, their their knowledge. And it's at this point where his uh, his uncle kills his father, uh, murders him, and the Emperor finds out and only knows that his uncle has killed him through a vision, now, obviously, people seeing visions and then acting on them is always a little bit dodgy. Uh, but his his response, and I believe the, the fluff describes it as just calmly murders him with telekinesis. Yeah. Just,
0: yep. I've, I've got that in my notes. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, yep, I saw a vision. You killed my dad. Snuff you out. Done. And then from this, decides humans need law and order. <laughs> and he needs to be the one to do it already as a child. is like, yeah, I'm gonna sort this out. Yeah, the, uh,
0: <laughs> the seeds have already been sown for for his um, opinion and outlook. Yes, uh, in, in a very early phase.
1: This this is the most dangerous of all megalomaniacs, the, <laughs> who actually does have power. <laughs> so he's so oh you know, so he's straight away thinking right. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort things out. I'm gonna fix humanity, and it's for their own good. But I'll I'll be running the show, and then he goes through thousands of years, influencing uh, supposedly being acting the part of great people, and um, slowly he works his way up, and uh, he tries to guide humanity on the correct path. And it's, he, he makes a lot of mistakes on the way, but that's uh, you know that's fair. It's going to happen. Uh, he, uh, he he. Was also, supposedly goes into the realm of chaos at one point in the uh, world of Bolog- <laughs> Warlock. Wait,
0: wait a minute. I, I think this bit's nonsense. But go on. Yeah. So did you did you discover this bit? Yeah, he supposedly makes a deal with the chaos gods for some of their power to make him superpowered. I I yeah. don't believe that. I think that's just lies.
1: Well, this is the this is the joy of 40k, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So supposedly he goes into the uh, goes to the world of Moloch and uh, into a warp gate and supposedly does a deal with chaos, the the classic Faustian pact, if you will, um, in which he gains knowledge that he later uses to create the Primarchs. So he's he's already there's a lot of ends justify the means starting to go on immediately,
0: and he immediately um, double crosses the Chaos Gods. So there's a bit of humour. <laughs> Yes,
1: uh, he's he very much knows what he wants to do, how he's going to do it, and it doesn't matter what gets broken on the way. Which I think is it's very uh, Machiavellian. Uh, who is a uh, if you want to rule at this level, you kind you have to be. But then the best bit, and the most interesting bit, I think, is in the Age of Strife. Err, uh, sorry first Dark age of technology where everything's going really well and the emperor exists in this time but this is when he's gone to the uh the world of Moloch so even though things are going really well he's 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 planning ahead <laughs> he's uh he's still thinking that he wants to be in charge clearly because why else do you go and try and do a Thaustian pact uh and then not so much longer after this, we have the uh, the war the cybernetic war with the men of iron and we have um oh navigators oh that was a good point navigators he create he supposedly helps create navigators
0: yeah there's that uh, hint that he developed the navigator gene and yeah. uh, caused them to exist
1: yeah so humanity had already gone out into the universe but He's like, no, no, this isn't good enough. We need to be able to go faster. We need to be able to go further. So he's still he's still doing his thing. He's still influencing and tweaking and trying to make things better. And it's not, like at this point, Psykers themselves are quite rare. And we don't have so much of an issue with them. It's it's after this time. I mean, obviously, there's quite a lot of time in between. But it's after this time and after the Men of Iron that we get the Age of Strife when psychers start appearing everywhere. Randomly, no one knows why. I think it's the Emperor's fault. I think he messed around with and created Navigate. There's like, oh, great, that's worked really well, and humanity's doing much better because of it. If we make psychers <laughs> and for later the Astropath Network, uh, the Astronomica, and all that, I think he's he's tweaked and he's let it get out of hand. He's uh, he's the cause of the Age
0: of Strife. Do you think he did that with <laughs> the intention of wrecking humanity so that he could sweep well, in? Well,
1: that's the next part, isn't it? So it's either he did it on purpose because, you know, Muhammad and his humanity was doing very well, but he wasn't in charge. And a large, well-established empire that was galactic spanning and, you know, humanity at their, at their height, it wasn't easy for him just to move in and take over. However, a humanity that is broken down and split up and weak is something that he could very easily assume command of for for their own good obviously hmm. so did he either uh, do it on purpose to create the situation that he could take power or was he doing it like oh no I'm all for the greater good we're going to help out and oh no that's gone that's gone badly wrong oh no <laughs> And then we get the unification Wars. It's like, all right, uh, don't worry, I can fix this. I can fix it. Don't worry, <laughs> it's still good. It's just a little airborne. <laughs>
0: it's just a little obliterated.
1: Yeah. So you know you can go down either route, but I think these all build into his rise to power is very interesting as a as a character. So he's he has he has it's great big sweeps. It's um, he has a lot of influence on what happens whether it's you know for good or bad for on purpose or by accident uh either way he is his rise to power and humanity's history is deeply intertwined he is for a single person i mean obviously the emperor with massive psychic abilities and immortal so he has somewhat of an advantage but he has affected history in a big big way right. and Conversely, history has affected him. Um so that's that's why I think his his rise to power being so integral to humanity's history deserves a, a higher score. Like it does not ten because he messed up. <laughs> Whichever way, you know, way round what you want to look at it, he definitely made some mistakes. And for someone who supposedly can see the future, they were big mistakes.
0: Well, that's why I gave him a six, because <laughs> Um, he sort of hangs around in the background for, what, uh, 38,000 years and just does a bit here and a bit there and then uh, could he have been Jesus? Probably not because he's not too keen on religion. But, you know, yeah, he he did the strong hint as he did the navigator gene predicting Mm. that he would need it in the future. But at any point, a man of his ability and psychic power and military strength and charisma, could he could have taken over at an earlier point before humanity was obliterated by the um, Men of Iron and then the Age of Strife. So I've docked him some points for not <laughs> not taking over or manipulating his way to the top while humanity was um, a galaxy-spanning empire empire. Um, in the sort of 20, the year twenty thousand, I don't. I've docked him points because he waited, and then all this disaster happened, and then he if only at that point did he think actually I should be in charge. If he was so convinced that he had was the only one who could rule humanity, why wasn't he working from the start to be in charge? However, <laughs> he, gets, he gets points back because when he finally does decide. Actually, I, I'm the one that should be in charge. It's incredibly quick how he does it. He goes from like a regional warlord on the remains of terror to conquering. Well, he doesn't get all the way to get, we'll get onto that. But yeah. he starts the crusade in a very short, relatively short space of time. And um, th- that's why I've, I've, I've had the balance. He did take a <laughs> long time to do it. But when he did it, yeah. he, he was really good at it. So I think a six reflects his um, that that balance there. What have I got on my notes here? So <clears throat> I've got he, he, he had a lot of depending on the the law you read um, in the time before he's rise to power. He, he had a lot of kids. The sensei, I don't know if they're still in it.
1: Yeah, I believe that is officially non-canon now. That's non-canon. However, right. I still accept it because it's from my era of that yeah. of my experience for the game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like why wouldn't <laughs> he? <laughs> he's got nothing else to do. Exactly. He's immortal. He's, um, yeah. He's just sort of happy not to get involved in in things and you know, manipulate things from behind the scenes. That's yeah. If you want to have influence on things, but this is his rise to power as emperor. So oh, okay, yeah, but then I've never thought about it as you were saying there that actually <laughs> he, didn't, he, he didn't think he could do it while humanity was at his strongest, so if he's deliberately manipulated the, the age of strength <laughs> just to get, I've never actually thought about it like that. And I did
1: that is, in controversy,
0: yeah, if that's <laughs> the case, I would watch it this up to a nine, I think, <laughs> because that's uh. When I think of the emperor, that is something exactly that I think he would do. <laughs> so I oh, actually, yeah. If I accept that as the correct interpretation, I'm already having to change my score. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't last long, did it? No, didn't it, it, it survive the first bombardment. No, I'll, I do, stick, I'll stick with it. Um,
1: I do think for the emperor, the key is just always remembering ends justify the means.
0: Every all the, what we know
1: for sure about them, that that phrase holds. The the Thunder Warriors. Uh, The the Navigator.
0: Yeah, the the, the Thunder Warriors is a great. um, In fact, yeah, he gets points for that. Um, The fact that how disposable people are in his um, rise to power, Uh, I'm putting that as a plus. It's like, the Thunder Warriors, I need them to conquer Earth or Terror. Um, I've done that. Now they all need to die. Yep, (laughs) Uh, they're in the way. They're a problem now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and just the... Bri- <laughs> I love it. Don't look into this, but they all died in a big battle <laughs> on the mountain.
1: Yeah, on Mount Ararat.
0: Or yeah.
1: It was bizarre. It was like, we won, but all our guys died as yeah. well.
0: And when so I say what- don't look into it, I mean don't look into <laughs> it. We're moving on.
1: Yep. Because that's it. There's supposedly several Thunder Warriors did actually survive and went into hiding.
0: Which is strange, because they're not supposed to have a... Particularly long lifespan. No,
1: but
0: another error of the emperor there. So, yeah. yeah, intentional. But, ooh, yeah, could they come? <laughs> could they come back? Could they be useful?
1: We're forever presented with him as being like a genius, someone who has great grasp of genetics and science and technology, and he makes a flawed creation in the Thunder Warriors, and we just have to accept that. Oh no! It's just an
0: all-in error. Oh no! You've died. See now, you, now <laughs> I'm thinking, should I give him more points? Because <laughs> it is, oh, it isn't. Because the fact that he kills them all and then just lies about it. Yep. I think that's that's brilliant for his character. It, yep. It's because it, later <laughs> in his reign, it's like he's the, he's the god emperor. He's like the perfect human, and he's mm. not. No, definitely not. He's absolutely not. Uh, above using everything uh, you know to betraying people murdering his allies it's all a means to an end for him Yeah, uh, shall I give him another point yeah I'm going to up that to a 7
1: <laughs> oh make note of this see if that <laughs> ma- is the ta- becomes the tiebreaker
0: <laughs> uh, oh yeah hmm. no yeah I am giving an extra point because I-, I like the idea that he sabotaged humanity to make sure he he became um, the emperor yep. of all mankind, which does now. I'm talking myself into it, which does fit his previous and future behaviour of <laughs> expending anything to um, keep humanity on the plan he's got set for them.
1: Yep, and even crucially, like he's doing really well at this point. <laughs> but he's like, but I'm not running the show. This is clearly wrong. <laughs>
0: Well, that's the same on uh, the unification wars. Like he's he's won. He's done everything. It's great. There, he's loyal warriors. Uh, uh kill them. <laughs> yeah, they need to go.
1: Yep. And and like you say, he's like. And then he says, "Oh, but yeah, they all died mysteriously." Call me on it. Go <laughs> yeah. on. I dare you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Has anyone got anything to say about this? No. Right. Yep. On on the space. <laughs> <laughs> no one. No one else wants to die heroically. That's uh, another thing, um, actually, about his pragmatism and his rise to power uh, with the um, Treaty of Mars, where it's yes. like, uh realistically, we'll rip each other apart. How about you say, I'm the omniscient and I just ignore your religious rituals because I need your guns? Guess. Yeah, We're going to have to bump them up again.
1: <laughs> well, I have that as a big part for the
0: administrative. Abolition. Oh, right. Well, right. we'll not do that. We'll get on to that then. Uh, right. Well, my scoring system has collapsed under the science <laughs> pressure, apparently. <laughs> uh, I've never thought about it like that, but I really mean, I mean like the idea that he totally sank humanity and, in, oh. and imposed 10,000 years of misery <laughs> just to execute his plan to become the ruler of the galaxy. Yeah.
1: Well, it's that thing is like, you know, we're doing well now, but if I fix it, I mean, I have to break it first. But (laughs) if I then fix it better, everyone ultimately is better off.
0: Didn't actually work as well as... If that was his plan, it didn't work as well as he thought, but we'll get on to that, I suppose, in point four,
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's quite a packed area,
0: I feel. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) it's probably (laughs) going to be the bulk of this. Um, Right. So it's actually quite... I'm going to score this. So you've got eight. Yes. And I've... Bump mine up to seven. So the next um, category is military ability. Um, And I've given him an eight for this. Oh, okay. Uh, Well,
1: I've been more generous, and I've gone for the full ten. Full ten? Ten points.
0: Um, I've given him eight because... um, although he's a supremely right, he's, he's, he doesn't need his armor and his sword, his psychic ability and in, in, alone would annihilate armies and things like that. Yes. but he does it for show, but, <laughs> but he, he never seems to use his full, um, his full power, his full ability. Um, he's, he's conquered millions, well, thousands of worlds in the great crusade. His mm. conquest of, um, terror in the unification wars just like, didn't really have any problems at all no. i just get i've i've given him eight because <clears throat> i just think that he doesn't he doesn't go all in and maybe that's because he doesn't want to or he's he's seeing yeah they don't really need to i don't really need to use that amount of power and stuff but like mm-hmm. maybe he just feels it's it would be cheating or it's not, <laughs> be, it's not beneath them you like, just that's the like the space means is it the uh, lunar wolves are trying to or the emperor's children they're trying to conquer this um I forget what the planet is but it's full of aliens with like blades for um oh yes for arms and it's taken them forever Yes. Uh, and they're taking heavy losses And the emperor could just turn up and go, right I'll, I'll deal with this you <laughs> it, it can't be everywhere at once I suppose
1: no then that is his ultimate, like his
0: ultimate weakness, really. Um, which i rid of later. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, 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 have I undermarked him here?
1: I, no, I don't think it's an unreasonable.
0: Um, to, to go
1: lower, he uh, he, he does make mistakes. Uh, and like you say, he does hold back key moments when he holds back, uh, against Horus,
0: yes, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, and um, they never really explain that, and I, I, I don't think they'll ever come up with a satisfying explanation because, really, he could just—he should be able to annihilate him. Yeah, he's pulled, he's powered up by all four Chaos Gods. That's still yeah. nothing to the Emperor's psychic um, power. Yeah. Um, so why did he hold back? But then you're getting because the, <laughs> then you're getting into the. Well, did he do that on purpose? So it's really hard to work out whether he's actually making mistakes or he's actually holding back or he's actually weaker or whether he's meaning to do it which is makes it really hard to score yes
1: there's um because there is a bit where he some psycho later on during the horus heresy who says oh no if you you know meet horus you're going to die uh, or you're going to get ripped apart and all this and and he and his response is yeah i know <laughs> like you know he's already seen that future he, he knows what's going to happen um, so, why does he still hold back if he knows? But is it one of these? It, it, we're going to veer into predeterminism. Yeah. <laughs> the timeline. Uh, Can it does change
0: he, the future, or is the future set?
1: Yes. Um, does he know, or could he, the, or the multiple timelines, or does this timeline that almost kills him, whether he's dead or not, which, yeah, uh, <laughs> does, it, does this timeline ultimately lead
0: to a better Imperium? Or at least better than the alternative if he lived. I don't yes,
1: know. yes, there is. There's also that is you know it, this is bad, but it it could be worse. So, yes, I, I do get why you you've gone a little bit lower because you know he's supposedly a supreme being.
0: I, I get more into this in uh, <laughs> point again in area four. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. About why, uh, so I, I don't. I'll not spoil it. But yeah, he is a genius military commander. He is a um, conqueror. Uh, he can do it himself. He can inspire others to do it. He's got charisma and, and get people on his side. And he does conquer a massive chunk of the galaxy in a very short space of time. He has no problem annihilating the um, the rival tech barbarians on um, on Terra. Yeah. I can't think. I mean, I was doing some research. I can't see any significant defeats that he suffers in the um, the Great Crusade. No, that yeah, there's the like the other empire. um, I forget what it's called, but it's like another outpost of humanity that has survived and they've done quite well. And I think they've got they've got an STC um, and just yeah it takes them a while but they just obliterate them i think that's sort of around the time that the horror starts turning
1: is that the one where they kind of give up and just bombard them with meteorites yeah, yeah i think so yeah <laughs> it's like all right well you know we have the high ground so
0: yeah just yeah, we'll do, just deny them yeah. and that's again in his um his combat pragmatism in that uh, instead of trying to ally with this um human empire like nope. They need to be obliterated, and we'll expend the resources to do it.
1: Yes, I mean that actually, I hadn't thought about it before, but that actually does tie somewhat into the uh, um, what we were talking about earlier with the rise to power, and it is somewhat dodgy. A a super advanced enclave of humanity with STC functioning sorry, is an outpost, essentially, of the previous dark age of technology humanity.
0: Yes, who
1: had they been? try to you know diplomatize and brought into the fold could have been ultimately a problem to challenge the
0: emperor's rule because they've got um they've got the STC for power armor so all the marines are like they're fighting they're not genetically modified the uh, yeah. their soldiers but they are all in power armor equivalents so they're all like oh hang on we're getting some resistance here yeah uh and
1: perhaps because you know they they're humans and you know the emperor's leading humans, really. There should be common cause there, especially with a functioning STC.
0: Yeah, I think they just his opinion is the STC belongs to me, I am the <laughs> emperor. There can be no threats to my authority, so surrender yes. or you're going to be annihilated. Exactly, yes. But he does also lead. Um, <laughs> if you've read Master of Mankind, that's. Mostly where I'm basing my, (laughs) yeah. Um, so he's not; he doesn't take the lead in in most in most of the book, but towards the end, he um takes the he's a big battle in in the um what's it called Webway. Oh yes, yeah. Um, And it it describes him as like it's all these demons and whatever, and he's with the custodians, and he just uh, annihilates reams of them with these powers but it's just you can only use it for so long because he's got to go back and sit on the golden (laughs) throne so it's like that amount of power you would think he would be able to there would be no threat to humanity that he couldn't take on head on which is why I've dropped him a couple of points because if he if he'd used all of his abilities and his power and that Mm the great crusade shouldn't have ended the way it did. Well,
1: it's interesting as well. You bring up that there's nothing that he should be able to stop him. Uh, nothing that should threaten humanity, but everything that does really everything that sort of has been the biggest problems for him. He had a hand in making.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I
1: was going to save it for there, but, yeah, it's 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 kind of that um, was that that joke is like, can God create a uh, pudding that not even he could he eat? <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I think the emperor is is you know he is the architect of his
0: own undoing. But he's also I've given points for military ability as well in that he um, uh, if the if there was a something that he foresaw that humans alone wouldn't be enough to conquer the galaxy. So he created the space Marines, the Primarchs, to, to lead them. Yes. So he's got a very good um, long-term strategic mind and problem-solving ability, which, if it had gone well, <laughs> if it had gone as he <laughs> said, um, it should have ensured the galaxy was conquered no problem. Yes. Um, it didn't work out that way, but he's... um his military ability, it's all you know, he, he does delegate tasks and he, he creates specific legions to do specific tasks. Getting more on that in the point four, but they may not like <laughs> being given a task that, um, and then just left to it. Yeah, so but, you know, it's it's, up. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't in a war, yeah, you, you're not supposed to have, you know, it's not a democracy i've created you to do this job and you're going to do it and then the fact that he doesn't consider the repercussions of that will be addressed later but you've given the full 10
1: now yeah so i've gone the full 10 because i essentially i broke it down to like how is he as a fighter personally like one on one or one on a million as it were when it's demons like every time he comes out on top like he is a peerless fighter he um, is is, ne- is never overmatched. Even, supposedly, the greatest Horus, one of his own sons, and imbued with the powers of chaos, couldn't defeat him.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, sorry, to interrupt, but just on that, um, it's not like in the battle uh, something <laughs> happened, you know, like in uh, Commando where... Um, Arnie and, and Bennett are having a massive punch at the end, and Arnie punches Bennett into the. Uh, this is a right tangent, right into a <laughs> um, electric grid, which he gets electrocuted and comes back like even more powerful. Yeah, it's it's not. There's no instance in the Emperor versus Horace where he's like, "Oh, you need some supercharge of energy to finally finish him off." No, it just it's- says, "Right, that's enough." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, and I mean, the whole sort of thing does come up in my mistakes and errors uh, section. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it just—it's just the uh, no. This this is over now, and there's mind bullets, and you yeah, explode, I'm- and you Flint. explode so much that the chaos gods themselves cannot bring you back.
0: Yeah, gone forever.
1: Yeah. Um. So, it's, so he's so one on one. He's yeah. There's nothing that can match him. Uh. As you as you said earlier, he, he's you know delegates command so he can work as a top level commander um putting the right military formations in the right location um and also commanding troops more directly like he just he, you know he's um it's 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 like the, the Napoleon as as Wellington called him like his hat is worth what 50,000 men
0: <laughs> yeah
1: like the emperor's hat is is <laughs> worth a good few million millions like space marines like it's simply his presence there turns turns battles
0: turns campaigns sorry i'm interrupting again but that's another thing i was going to say um he knows the value of um image and propaganda and like there's no reason for him to wear um mastercrafted power armor and have that sword and have a halo um like he's golden power armor but that's how he knows people will react People will be inspired by his presence, and to be depicted like that is a good morale boost. So, he could just turn up in rags, and he would still be just as powerful. We know is the benefit of um, of military propaganda. So yes. That's the reason I scored him high. The ability Hi. to inspire. Yes, um, and, and then also like for his
1: one on one, I was just remembered uh, there was a there was an incident with a, a, a orc war boss, Garkul Blackfang. Who, uh, they had three primarchs fighting him, and they couldn't take him down. They, they couldn't take him down. The emperor shows up. Yep, no problem. I'll sort this out. Don't worry.
0: And that's just dead, I assume.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let me let me show you how it's done. <laughs> so, I I mean, literally, this is the the, the greatest com, uh, combatant ever. Uh, he's is a bit, and he can command armies. He he just does everything. There's there's no he has no peer which is why I went uh,
0: went so high for him. Uh, do I want to change my <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I don't. I'll stick with I, this. As as, as a, a
1: manager I've had in the past has, has said to me, uh, I'll never give you a, a full marks because then you've got nothing to aim higher for. That's
0: true. The, the emperor <laughs> have something to aim for. Um, in... Master of Mankind, he fights the um, its like the demon caused by his father getting murdered. It's like the first murder, and it's been empowered by human murder ever since.
1: Oh, Drivac? Something like that,
0: Something yeah. Like that? yeah. Um, and he can't actually beat it. Um, I, I don't know whether it's because he's, he's in the um, uh, web way. And he's, you know, he needs to be, ah, on, yes, that's very true. Yes. Part of his power back to power the golden throne. Um, but whatever, he can't be it. But again, being the combat pragmatist that he is, he uh, rams it into um one of his most loyal custodians. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, now the vessel for this, uh, beat it, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So he can even think his way around problems. Um, true, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, he's not really that interested in individual people's welfare. He's just more for the the species as a whole. Yes. Um, and,
1: and himself as well. Yes.
0: Yeah. As the embodiment of the the race. Yeah. Humanity yeah. is nothing without him. In his no. eyes, no, so it oh. must all serve his plan. It's one and the same. Yeah. It's it's not really. I don't know. In my cursory research for this. It's not really specific about him being oh, this is what he did, he did this brilliant plan. You know, like like um, Gilliman is a bit like that. and um, Rogel Dorn's Defense of Terror and uh, the, Jack, the Khan's, oh, he's going to take this you know, to secure the spaceport, he's going to do this very yes. good tactical manoeuvre and stuff like that. It doesn't really go into it that much about the Emperor, I don't think, but it's all no. implied and um, the Primarch's get their skills from him uh, on yes. a genetic level. So you're gonna, it's safe to assume that every strategic and tactical military skill that the Primarchs have, the emperor has got more of uh, as well. Yes. If yeah, he wants I, to be, a, he probably just doesn't like siege craft, so that's why <laughs> Petrabo... <laughs> Dawn gets lumbered with that. Yeah,
1: congratulations. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you are a Marine unit, a marine Legion dedicated to digging trenches. Well done.
1: Someone's got to do it. Yeah,
0: And it's not going to be me because I'm the emperor. <coughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, challenge me on it. Go well, on. Really? You could have dug the trench with these sighty powers. But yeah. Well, mm, yeah. I'll, I'll pick that thread because you could do everything, really. Yeah. Deus Ex. <laughs> yeah. ASX Emperor. um So, what have we done next? Administrative uh, ability, which I incorporate with diplomacy and everything non military, really. Yes, yeah, I did the same. um He only scores a five from me.
1: Oh, right. It's interesting. We both sort of swung in similar directions, but not to the same degree. So, I went seven. Yeah. I've started with
0: six and I've seen, we've written five over it. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a last minute change of heart here. He um, doesn't seem to be that asked about administration, at least from, from my opinion. Um, he only seems to put together the council of terror at the very end of the Horace heresy where he realizes that <laughs> he's probably not going to survive in any reasonable way. That's very late to put together a governing council for a galaxy-spanning empire.
1: Yeah, and it does result in problems later down the line.
0: Yeah. With the uh, dash. <laughs> yeah, and um, there's no real... Well, he, he just sort of leaves... Well, yeah, he delegates, but he just sort of... Malkador, Decidulite, you're now Regent of Terror. You run it. Yeah. asked. You know, he doesn't really... Uh, supervision of the... Um, the administrative side of the galaxy doesn't seem to be that good and it just seems to be like um, almost I don't know even if Geng- this is fair on Genghis Khan but like <laughs> he turns up, he conquers somewhere, he takes everything that he wants and he fucks off yes. to conquer somewhere else and then it's just like you saw it's like regional barons or whatever, whoever I'm leaving in charge over to you i'm not i'm not bothered and that sort of reverberates down the entire imperium for the next ten thousand years in that it's a feudal system of tithes yes um, No, spot- because he hasn't set up the infrastructure um to, to keep it going
1: yes i i think i was on very similar lines uh as yourself we he he, he puts like people in charge but they're not really they're just like a placeholder yeah ultimately he's in charge that's all he cares about i just i make the decisions and you're there to enact my decisions yeah so you, you, there's, there's the the dull stuff that I don't really i'm not interested in uh i'm gonna give you an instruction and you're gonna carry it out um so it's the um uh it's the he's putting managers in place not leaders
0: yeah uh um, does- it's not like he he checks Like, oh, is that planet still doing what I'm telling it to do? Nah, I'm doing I've got my priorities and I'm focusing on this. And it's not he doesn't like the Imperium, it's all about his personal objectives. And as long as he's getting the resources, the soldiers, the whatever he wants for his whatever he wants to do at that minute, he doesn't seem that bothered about making sure that there's a, a solid system to back it all up. No, no, he's not. He's, I, I, I think, it ultimately becomes very much
1: a crutch for the system, particularly yeah. when he's alive. Because without him, it all falls apart. Yeah. But he, he, he doesn't sort of foresee a, a situation where he wouldn't be around. No, <laughs> and, and, and that is understandable for someone who is immortal and been alive
0: for thirty eight thousand years. I suspect uh, he's <laughs> thinking, "I'll do it later. I'll do it after um, the great project with the Webway and the." The crusader done then i'll yes. I'll round to it
1: yeah and it does it sort of you know that's a good point because it's like very much it, these are placeholders but you know he thinks in terms of thousands of years uh that's his time scale that he's operating on so it's like oh it doesn't matter if it just only just works for yeah, the next does, hundred
0: years that's I'll, fine i'll dodge it until this is done and then we can get we can look at it later yeah but with these gift of foresight you'd think that, it would that you really need to put some decent people and decent infrastructure in because in the future if you're not here it would be like mm. it would now we're at like you've got to send a tithe of men to your feudal overlord and that's how the system works and,
1: and as we all know, it, it ultimately ends up with schisms and heresies and yeah. breakaways and rebellions because there's no strong uh, institutions to, uh, to to lead to take over when to fill the vacuum.
0: It, it's uh, not even like yeah, when he's not there, the system just falls apart, and they've been trying to. If it was like a federal imperium. And this is getting quite <laughs> a bit of science here. Yeah. Yeah. if was a federal imperium, then you may have they may be able to react to things a lot more um quickly and um and and better because it's the system he's left in place isn't really that good. <laughs> no, it's not.
2: It's, but you gave uh, him a
0: seven, so you must think he was he's done something right. Now thing
1: is, so he is he is personally uh, a good administrator so him in charge of uh, a, you know if he was just in charge of one area or one group he would be excellent he is like the the best administrator for that um you know he's he's very smart he's he, he he's planning ahead um he makes decisions uh which is always a big thing there's the whole thing about the psych is with the 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 Nike, the Nikea, the Council, the Conclave, oh, yeah. um, where there's, you know, like, well, was it Magnus saying, yes, we, you know, psychers are useful, and we need the knowledge, and we can control it, no problem, we've got this under control. Then you, and then you've got the the witch hunters and the, you know, the anti psychers. We like, what are you talking about? That's just nonsense. This is a demon spawn heresy. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the Emperor at this point, is a little bit of a hypocrite, having. Uh, Possibly consorting the demons, who knows? <laughs> Certainly uses psychic abilities a lot. It <laughs>
0: yeah, does know a lot about the warp, which,
1: yeah, it's funny, that, not it? But, uh, and then you get, um, an, another group saying, like, what we can control it, the librarians, um, sort of trying to argue for a middle ground, but you know, straight out, it's like, no, no, psych is bad, get rid of them. Uh, Magnus, also you're on
0: trial. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I say don't do it, I really need to do try to hide it from me.
1: So he, he makes decisions, which is always, uh, you know, a sign of a of a, someone who's leading. Uh, whether it's the right decision or wrong decision. Well, uh, it's always better to make a des- the wrong decision than to make no decision at all. Exactly. So, so I, I, I do. rate has as. Uh, as having that administrative ability it's when it comes to this concept of him not ex- not being around anymore that he's just utterly failed it's very um uh, like napoleon you know the the whole thing where you know he's dictating four letters at once he's organizing uh, the armies with another person and he's he's writing out the laws with a, with another scribe doing it all at the same time and he's you know he's really intelligent and smart but you can't have an entire empire run by one person.
0: <laughs> Certainly not one that includes millions of worlds. No. no <laughs> it's trillions really, of citizens. It's not practical. So personally,
1: very good, but his inability to create the institutions to like, you know, that sort of in-between bit, the, uh, the people like creating the people and empowering them to, to run their department, <laughs> uh,
0: essentially, um, game of it. <laughs> you are the uh, you've got to start the administrator you, from scratch. <laughs> you are the bureaucrats, get to wow. get to a level, level 10 bureaucrat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's
1: definitely not a level 10 bureaucrat. <laughs>
0: uh, so I think that's and
1: again, as we were saying earlier, it is very understandable that you would never think that he's never going to be there. So, why would they need to be able to run things themselves, um, and also not like seeing that he doesn't have the um, the time to do it. He's always like, you know, I can do it later. Um, as uh, you know, we can just we'll budget. This is good enough for now, uh, and then we can develop it later. Obviously, he runs out of time, uh, so I think he had the potential, that's why he gets a reasonable score. Um, uh, but ultimately,
0: he fails. I, I also mark him down, um, connected to administration is diplomacy. He's not, <laughs> other than one example of the Treaty of Mars, <laughs> um, which amaz- because he was facing mutual destruction, he, he came to an agreement, fine, but he yep. doesn't negotiate. <laughs> Under any circumstances, even with other human enclaves that have survived the um, the Age of Strife. And just, the, the the deal is, it's like the, the Borg, isn't it? Yeah, the join or destroy. Yes. The fact that the term that they use is compliance. <laughs> is, is
1: It's <laughs> a very really soft word, isn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, it tells you a lot, just that single word. Yeah. Brought yep. into compliance. Yep.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> well,
1: how many means, died?
0: <laughs> that means virus vomit into compliance.
1: Yep. There is no one left on the planet. Excellent. They are now in compliance. <laughs> it's like the, uh, you know, how is the patient doing? Oh, they're, they're stable. Uh, they're dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, he's negotiating skills. And the, um, uh, in the unification wars, it doesn't, it's not like, oh, let's walk, let's join together to, no, no, no. together, no, you obey me or you will be destroyed.
1: Yes. And uh, there's that but,
0: thing um, in, is it the last church where the, the last priest on earth is telling about this time that I think it's supposed to be in France somewhere. Mm. There was a rebellion against these, um, these rules. Uh, instead of like, oh, let's have a negotiated talk about your grievances and see if it comes to, come to the, <laughs> the thunder warriors in kills them all. Yeah, but and I believe he also makes a point of witnessing the last church being destroyed. Yeah, there's no negotiation <laughs> there. He's, he's yeah. come to like, let's have a you know, let's talk about our different outlooks. It's no, I'm going to ridicule your your religious belief and then I'm going to burn your church down, <laughs> and that that'll be an end yeah. to it. <laughs> Negotiation that's the negotiation. They're my terms. Yeah, uh, you
1: know what? I think you, you have, uh, you have, you've uh, twisted me. <laughs> oh, um, yes, so I, I'm gonna uh, rescind my seven and bring it down to a six. Yeah, that seems fair.
0: Um, it's quite flexible this week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, the power of argument <laughs> and debate, right? So that was uh, administrative ability. Uh, so the totals for anyone who's. Not keeping score is uh, so far he's got 20 points for me, and Gavin has given him 24 points out of a possible 30. Uh, so he's not doing so badly. Um, yep. I, I think that might change in the next category, though, <laughs> which is um, mistakes and errors. Um, I give him minus 10. Yeah, I give him minus 10 as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Is
1: <laughs> As we've already said, for someone who supposedly has visions of the future,
0: <laughs> that, there's no excuse. Um, here's some of the because I, I filled the page with just things that the first things that came to my head. Yeah. Um, not telling Magnus what the <laughs> um, the great experiment with the webway was about half-arsing yep. the Grey Crusade, half-arsing Lorgar's punishment, um, not killing mm-hmm. Angron after realising the butcher's nails were uh, destroying his mind and couldn't be removed, <laughs> um, not believing Magnus's warning when he told him, um, yep. not taking over before the fall of humanity, making Horace the master, um, falling for the drop-site massacre twice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, just really rub it in yeah that's um there's a few
1: <laughs> i mean I, i'd throw in there's a not using his full powers against horace in the final showdown yeah uh, um like holding back on that one uh not including uh the the primarchs in the plans at all just generally not even just like the the few obviously that were really got irked by it but just any of them
0: yeah <laughs> Not, um, it, on that, not revealing, not explaining them what chaos is, so they knew to avoid, to avoid yeah. it. Uh,
1: the the very as we touched on administrative, his uses like his underlings as just tools doesn't doesn't see them as as beings with uh, desires and motivations or anything. They're just they're just a square peg and all right, I've got a square hole over there and it yeah. goes just there to be used. Yeah. Uh, Touching back from earlier, the Navigators and psychers. <laughs> uh, did, did if he created them uh the like the stopgap measure. Um the the like the Thunder warriors were just the that's just what we need to conquer Earth and get going. Yeah, the great navigators are mutants, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Suddenly that's okay because that's all right, it's an end justifies the means. The we need them. Yeah, um, and potentially, you know. Going on to creating psychers and mass psychers, which were then fed chaos (laughs) and created the whole situation
0: in the first place. Um, what about uh, not? I know he treats things as tools, but not even considering that the thing the things he's treating like garbage might not like it. Like, um, yeah, yeah. he he just turns up and abducts Angron, who's leading a a (laughs) revolt against slave masters, and, and he like the people he. The only people he is affiliated with and the people he's connected with, and he's mm. it's the closest thing he's got to friends. Yeah, it just turns up and just yep. scraps everyone <laughs> right up and then just fucks that planet up. <laughs> yep. Bye. What the hell?
1: Um, where else are we go? Oh, Horace himself. That's what I particularly like. Like, um, so when the Primarchs are created and, uh, then Chaos spirits them away by breaking through all the Emperor's psychic wards and defences without a lot of trouble, it appears. But just, yep, they're all gone now. And then, But fortunately, Horus <laughs> is found just round the corner in galactic terms. <laughs> it's just like, oh, there he is. That's as easy as that. That's <laughs> convenient. Yep. And the rest are like, you know, it takes years and years. And was it like 30 or 40 years or something before he starts finding out the others? But <laughs> Horace, it's like day one. <laughs> we must begin the search for
0: my. Oh, there he is. This <laughs> isn't suspicious, suspicious at all. <laughs> no. Why, also, why didn't he just abandon the Primarch? The second he found the Primarchs, he should have destroyed them because they have been put <laughs> away through the warp and then left somewhere. So they're not yeah. going to be exactly what he planned them to be. Yeah. It, well, why would you even risk it?
1: Yeah. Uh Sanguinius is a perfect example of like where well, you've mutated, you've got wings. That's not right. Uh, uh, it's, fine. it's
0: fine. I'll make do. I can't I can't be bothered. Half half passing <laughs> it. Half in the Great Crusade. Oh, we look like we are about to win. Right, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm where are you t- going? I'm, not <laughs> <telling> you. <laughs> I'm going back, Terra. Don't yep. to try to speak to me. Uh, <laughs> Horace is in charge. <laughs> yep, I
1: just all these like very easily avoidable, especially as we say, someone who can see the future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's fine. Nothing bad will happen here. Uh, <laughs> Logar's punishment. Do you not even think that someone is like <laughs> as, well for a prima sensitive and um, open to liking to worship things. Do you not think that breaking his legion in such a humiliating way would have no negative effect, and destroying the capital city that they're so proud of? Do you not think that would have some sort of negative impact on him, and make him look for something else um, to give his existence meaning? Yeah, is that not a him at any point? Apparently not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and 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 again, down that the it's just. Like, the whole, like, oh, no, religion's gone. Nothing's, uh, there's no religion or anything like that. Don't be worshipping me either. Um, Like, pushing people, like, oh, well, we're going to find something to believe in.
0: I'll appear in golden armor with the halo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's that's good propaganda. But obviously people are going to think you're a god. No, he's, uh,
1: (laughs) for everything else. These, these are, was it, unforced errors? Yes. Uh, you can, you can, yeah, it you wasn't can get like, away with some.
0: It wasn't like he was given two options and he picked, like he could have gone either way and they were both bad. These are, he didn't have to do most of these. He could have finished the Great Crusade, explained everything and said, I am going back to terror now to build the webway so we don't have to rely on the warp, which I also haven't told you about. But <laughs> but we down, use. Sit down and I'll <laughs> tell you. Uh, yeah. And they would have, uh, that, I'm sure, well, compared to what actually happened, what's the risk? They took half yeah. the Legion's turn to chaos. Well, that was going to happen anyway. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I think that the other
1: thing as well, for someone who is so long-lived and has planned like is such a long t- uh, scale, the fact he kind of rushes it as well towards the end the um like even obviously it's over thousands of years but it's still a rush like they had warp travel they could travel through the warp because um, humanity built an empire in the dark age of technology before navigators existed they could go through just like the tau do now with their short jumps Ugh, tau yeah but I mean it's interesting Tau is a very much almost like a mirror of Dark Age technology uh, humans.
0: Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Um
1: but yeah, so they didn't need navigators, but things weren't fast enough for the Emperor, so he, he you know brings in navigators. Um the communications weren't enough, so if I mean this is obviously my crazy theory, uh, but if he's the one that causes the explosion in in psychers um yeah, not so it's so all like,
0: messages, isn't it? That's that yeah. their entire existence is to um, send telepathic messages to each other, so that the yeah. galaxy can be connected.
1: And any empire needs you need good communications. You need you need to be connected up, otherwise it'll just fragment and break, which is is fair enough. But could he not have done the webway furnace? <laughs> why why did he have to go? <laughs> Why was it in that order? Why go out and conquer the galaxy and then come back and then do the web wave? If he'd done the web wave
0: first, it would have made conquering the galaxy easier. Well, I suppose you could say he didn't have the bits he needed, like the golden throne and stuff. But surely Well, the Golden Throne be... was found on Earth. Oh, was it? Oh well. Then. Yeah. So <laughs> he well, well, we had that. That's that theory blown then.
1: I mean, there is the you know, the the critical mass of resources you could argue that the Empire was supplying to for him to work on, like the the manpower and um, the 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 raw resources, yeah, uh, to to build that sort of the human
0: side of the webway. Uh, yeah, so there is the part that. But then, yeah, why why do we haven't finished the Great Crusade? So that's we still need to do that, yeah. and we need to build the webway. Why are we doing these at the same time? Yeah, for, for the price of what? A thousand years to finish the Great Crusade. Then you've got all the resources you want, or the other way, yeah. Right, we've got what we need. We've got enough resources. Now I've got the web way, and I can funnel everything through that yeah. to do it a lot quicker. half I mean, it again. Yeah. Just you just rushed it at the end. <laughs> It'll do. Yeah, <laughs> that's the catchphrase. <laughs> He's a builder.
1: Yeah, no yeah, really yeah, no, that wasn't on the quote. What are you talking about? <laughs> Paper
0: over that crack.
1: It's fine. So, there, there is a, a possible theory which builds on my whole slightly chaos, uh, chaos, my crazy theory. Um, so, because he had the, if if this deal in Moloch apparently uh, with Chaos God happened, what happens if the deal was we'll give you all this power and you'll be able to create the Primarchs and you'll be able to conquer the galaxy, but we need you to make some psychers. We need you to <laughs> unlock the potential for humanity uh,
0: so, so that we've got so, something to eat, basically. So are you saying he hasn't, if that is the case, if that actually happened, he just hasn't weighed up the really what he was being asked. <laughs> He's taking the Chaos Gods at face value.
1: It's possible. Or maybe he thought you'd be able to double across. Maybe that's why it explains the rush. Oh, so that is that uh, he's gone out, he's gonna write, all right, they want to make psychos, no problem, we can do that. They they get their way, so I get my Primouse to be able to conquer the galaxy, but I'm gonna double cross them. I'm gonna build the web way so we don't need the psychers and the navigators or anything anymore. And then we're gonna get rid of them, and then chaos is gonna be defeated because they not have the psychers to eat. Um so it it's uh, it's you know it's way out there.
0: <laughs> but it would explain it. <laughs> Uh, but there's whole chains of things where he does the wrong thing. Like, he doesn't tell the Primarchs about chaos. Yes. He doesn't enforce the edict of... Nicaea. Uh, Nicaea? Yeah. Uh, is I yeah. I he doesn't enforce it. So Magnus doesn't know that he's diving into the warp. He It's just yes. it some <laughs> Empyrean dream thing. Hmm. And then, even though he's been told not to do it, he still does it. And the Emperor doesn't say... You better stop it. Or... <laughs> um, well, he,
1: he does the worst possible thing. It's like someone's trying to do something. And you just say, no, I forbid it. Yeah. Well, what, well, what are you going to do then? Why is he forbidding it? That
0: seems very odd. What's yeah. he trying to hide? He doesn't enforce that prohibition. So, and then Magnus gets this. Magnus is trying to help, right? So we're getting to whether <laughs> he did nothing wrong, perhaps on another episode. Hashtag Magnus did nothing wrong. He, didn't, he did nothing wrong, but that's an <laughs> aside. So Magnus is like, "Oh my God, um, Horace is betraying the Emperor. I must tell him." And yeah, yeah. if he'd gone himself, fine. But he, fair enough, I accept. If you accept that he, he thought he needed to do it in person, which I'll get onto hmm. in, in a bit. So he says, "Right, I'll I'll go through. I'll do it psychically." Oh, whoops! I've broken through the <laughs> psychic ward, and then. The emperor doesn't even believe the warning. So yes. he makes another mistake by sending the space wolves to um arrest Magnus. <laughs> but he doesn't tell Russ in person. No. So the order gets changed. So another, le- which ends up with another legion turning traitor. <laughs> so one thing he does wrong is just a chain of disasters.
1: And, and the, the biggest thing about that, it literally says in the law that he knew Horace was going to be the one to try and kill him. <laughs> and yet he still didn't believe Magnus when he goes, Horace is going to try and kill you. No, not Horace. Yeah. Not my favourite son. No, it must be you. You must be the two.
0: <laughs> Does he not think, right, I, I I get it. He's blown up the um the wards, but he must have done it for a reason. <laughs> I, I might I might just look into what he's told me. <laughs> yeah. nah. um, th- I want him arrested, but um, I can't be asked to tell Russ in person to make sure my instructions are crystal clear. <laughs> I'll just get someone to tell him.
1: But then this ties into the, the personality of the emperor of I can't do anything wrong. I'm the emperor.
0: Yeah. Yes. Very um, hubristic personality. Oh, and, and yeah. connect to that because he hasn't told Magnus not to do what the warps about uh, or and or don't use psychic abilities and Magnus has then blown the wards up that protect the Imperial webway now the emperor is trapped having a sit on <laughs> the, <laughs> and therefore not able to head off the Horus heresy in person and the the under the Imperial palace is now of influence with demons so it's just this long chain of disastrous decisions that he's made, one after yeah. the other. As, as I was saying, the, the whole, like,
1: his undoing is his own making.
0: If he, t- if he changed anything at the start, if he'd said, listen, Magnus, this is what I'm building, and this is why it's very important you don't use Celtic okay. powers, especially around um, anywhere to do with the Imperial Palace, Yeah, none of that would have happened. Magnus could have sat on the Golden Throne. The Emperor could have killed Horus and all these forces immediately, mm-hmm. and there would be the, no, and it would be a, a slight hit. It would be the Horace, uh, uh, the Horace hitch, or the, the Horace technical error. Now it's
1: especially as well as because he intended for Magnus to be the one. Like
0: at some yeah. point, he had to tell him, Magnus that. Yeah, about this. You're going to have to sit on. Yeah. No, so when, no information. Give him nothing. To go <laughs>
1: He's going to tell them like the day you walk through the door. Magnus, I need you to come in here. All right, yeah, no problem. What we're we doing? I need you to sit in that throne for
0: all eternity. Sorry, what? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how is that conversation going to go? <laughs> I never I, mentioned I hope- it, but you see that chair? You're going to have to sit there forever. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have any plans for the weekend, do you? <laughs> <laughs> or any weekend ever? Um. Uh, uh, the drop site massacre. Um, oh I know what I'll do. We've just I've just been betrayed by um four legions. I'll send legions who I perhaps can't trust or I haven't verified <laughs> the loyalty to back up the lead other legions that are more convinced of the loyalty. That yep. won't end in disaster. Oh, hang on. Now I've lost vast quantities of legions.
1: Yeah. Just as like we've lost like half.
0: And, and Primark and Ferris Manus is dead, right? Whoops! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, wish I wish I'd believed Magnus.
1: <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I bet. As an old joke, I don't think he would have even uh, felt like that afterwards. It was like, why didn't Magnus convince me? Yeah. It's all
0: his fault. Yeah, it was Magnus's fault. What's what's wrong with him? Why didn't he tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he tell me? Yeah, in a more convincing manner.
2: Yeah,
0: but all of the, all of the primarchs in some way have been victim to the emperor's bad planning. Uh, like the the night Haunter is insane. So really, when when he found him, he should have killed him. Like this experiment is gone wrong. <laughs> nah, it was, it'll be fine. <laughs> I'll
1: just put him in charge
0: of one twenty of our nation, <laughs> yeah. nations. He's just Most powerful crazy. forces. Yeah, we'll <laughs> induct criminals and lunatics into the uh, the legion because you can't fill it with any others. That's fine. Um, Petrarbo, you've got the shittest job in <laughs> in the entire <laughs> legionary forces, and I don't really care about um, anything you're going to tell me. I'm just going to neglect you. Right, that's not going to end badly. Nope. Uh, no. <laughs> Morgar, I'm going to break your legion and destroy your capital city just for liking me yep. in a particular way. Um, who else suffers? Uh, Mortarion just doesn't like him. And it's obvious he doesn't like him from the start, but he still entrusts the Legion to him. Angron, as I said, um, he takes him away from where he's happiest and all his friends die because of it. And then, um, doesn't kill him when he analyzes the butcher's nails and realizes that they are making, uh, they're inflicting pain on him. Every time he feels anything other than mindless violence. There's just this litany of things that he does. Yep. Ugh.
1: just yeah, it's not even just like a, all right fair enough you've made a mistake here or there's he could have done that differently. It's not necessarily wrong. It's the fact that all these are massive errors.
0: Unforced <laughs> errors in most cases yeah. staring him in the face what would happen if he did it yeah, these these butcher's nails. Right, I can't take them out of his brain, and I can see on this thing that they're rearranging his brain chemistry so that he feels horrendous pain unless he's in a violent rage, and he's installing these into his legion. Um, I think we'll be right. It'll be it'll be fine. We'll, we'll just it'll be fine. it'll be all right. Don't worry about it. What could go <laughs> wrong? It, I, I almost I can always just hear.
1: In, in my head, we're talking about the Primark after, like, you know, uh, there's, there's an issue. Just Gorman going, Well, there's a substantial dollar value.
0: <laughs> 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 yes. We can't just duke them from orbit. These yes. Primark's so have a substantial dollar <laughs> value attached. <laughs> there's, there's this theory, like, um, what is it, where he's, he's playing chess with. Um, uh, Markador, and I forget yeah. the scene entirely, but the gist is that um, all of this is intentionally intended to start the Horus Heresy. I don't know why.
1: Yeah. Know what, so, for what benefit? Exactly. Yeah. It's even it says at some point that he's failed. That um, he described because he again when he was he's talking about with this um, Astropath I think it was that uh, he's already foreseen that Horus is going to be the one to to injure him to not quite kill him but you know tear off his arm and shatter his organs and all that so he's like oh no this is my my punishment
0: for my failure like that doesn't sound like it's planned no (laughs) (laughs) and having known that is it does he not think it would have been better to kill him anyway like why let himself be maimed uh yeah
1: because at least then he would be able to fix it after he
0: could at least have time to put it all back together
1: yeah because uh, well, you know the imperium whilst it's not in a good way is sort of put back together afterwards with the the scouring
0: yes it's more the um ten thousand years of atrophy that yes. damages the imperium yeah so, uh, and yeah.
1: That's, you know the eternal war kind of thing is is going to cause that yeah uh, when you devote that proportion of your economy to warfare then you, you
0: can't get anywhere. No, progress has just stopped. Um, what else is um, <laughs> making, <laughs> <That's> Horace, <enough? laughs> making Horace the War Master like, with the foreknowledge that he was gonna the one to wound, mortally wound you? Yeah, but knowing I, that not all the Primarchs would even like accept or that you're gonna annoy them, you're gonna annoy some of them because they're not the War Master. Yeah, so you're already split, uh, causing splits in your, your top general team. Uh, it did nothing about the um, lodges that... Um, <laughs> yes! Roy, uh, did nothing about them.
1: There's a strict prohibition against religion of any kind. Oh, that's fine. No, that, that, that's fine. You can do that.
0: Yeah, like the, the warrior <laughs> lodges, strictly forbidden because they, you know, they split people up and elitism and uh, yeah. for non-sanctioned ideas to come in. I'll assume that you're following my instructions. (laughs) Right. Good. Good. That's all clear then. No issues there. Yeah, a full minus ten for him there.
1: I've yeah, fully deserved. If it could go lower, I would. (laughs) (laughs) For all that he's, this is the greatest of humanity, and there is something to be said that the more powerful, the more influence, the greater you are, the bigger your mistakes are going to be, just by the
0: sheer fact that your word carries that amount of weight. Yeah. Um, 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 yeah, he's got a lot going on. He's got a lot to think about. But still, there's just yeah. so, the, the amount of glaring mistakes he makes. Yeah. And he's uh, this hasn't been put on him. He's taken this upon yeah. himself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, it's not like you said, well, I didn't ask for this. Yeah. But he deliberately manipulated it so he got it.
1: <laughs> I-, I love the fact that you've so quickly and easily gone round to the idea that he caused the age of <laughs>
0: it's, it's, I, I, Honestly, I've never thought of that before, but it fits perfectly with what yeah. I think the Emperor's personality is like. Oh,
1: yeah. I, he would have, I would have, think you'd
0: have no problem doing it. It's like, um, uh, this is a bit of a tangent, but uh, my theory that. Had the Great Crusade gone fine, he would have killed the Space Marines and most of the Primarchs. Oh, definitely, yeah, hundred percent. Um, because he's not—he's he, not for transhumans and superhumans. He's for, no. he, uh, not by for. Like he's not interested in the welfare, just to, to ensure the supremacy of humanity over everything else. Yeah, I don't think he. I think he uses uh, genetic modification and superhumans as a tool that he will dispose of at the first opportunity. Yeah. Like what, right. what are the Primarchs going to do after the galaxy is um, conquered? They're just a, a thing that could go wrong. So I think he would kill them. And, and they would be like, yeah. oh, no, there's been a massive bust. <laughs> and all the Primarchs who died. <laughs> oh,
1: disaster. Yeah. I, it's interesting because as just made me think, like what you were referring to before with Angron and you know the nails and the brain that. And the fact that he doesn't get rid of them then suggests that, well, no, it's all right. We don't need them much longer. We'll just get the last yeah. out of them. And yeah. then we're going we're to be by killing the, them
0: later anyway. By the time this is really a problem, I'll have killed them anyway. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, the space marines, what what purpose do space marines have when you've conquered the galaxy? Um, yeah. I, and I think you would just say, well, if I really need them, I can hold off whatever threat it is with... uh the Imperial army as it was. Yeah. And I'll make some new ones. I can, you know, I can do it. Yeah. But I don't want them milling around. Uh, They're, they're just as much, they're a mutation as well, or the sort of a quasi mutation. Yes. So my theory on the emperor is he would just kill them. Uh, Yeah. It's it's similar to the Thunder Warriors. There's precedent for it. Well, who was it in history that warned
1: about bored soldiers? (laughs) Um, I'm Roman, I think. <laughs> Probably, yeah.
0: Uh, never, always keep them busy. Yeah, the turn to banditry or thinking yeah. the own thoughts or questioning very, orders. Very dangerous. The, the only people he's got um, any respect or um, care for um, in my what I've looked at are the custodians. Um, yes. Because they're sort yeah. of they are changed on a molecular level or something like that. It's not like they've just had organs added to them their mm. entire DNA strands have been changed to be like him. Yeah. Um, so I think they're the only ones he would, and he would just use them probably to kill the um, the legions in the Primarchs.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. They're the the
0: the, the final, of course. Yeah. And then it would just, because there's supposed to be apartments for the, the Primarchs in the Imperial Palace. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <Soon laughs> there's your room. Yeah. Just step into this particular <laughs> room here. Don't worry uh, about the uh, masses of, um, powerful weaponry behind it <laughs> so but like, he's got form like yeah,
1: under warriors forest. yeah uh the whole like the navigators would never have been needed once the webway was in place and he didn't like the navigators they would just you know we need them for now yeah means to an end so as soon as the webway was up and running navigators would have gone and if you've got the webway as well you don't need astropass for long-range
0: communication either no so they would have been on the chopping block. Yeah, um, there'd be some Titanic purge coming after the, you know, after the crusade's sorted and everything is in order and we're sure yeah. the borders are secure. So that's why I like the um, the the drift away from like oh, oh the the Primax thinking was a father and he's the benevolent. <laughs> he's not. No, no, he is very much not. <laughs> it's um, no, he's you a tool and he'll use you until he's got no purpose for you. But it's, mm-hmm. it, it still sort of works. Oh, he's made a few errors. <laughs> <Just> a couple, <laughs> just one or two. So, uh, yeah, the full minus twenty,
1: pretty much wiping yeah. out his entire
0: score from Hope. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's quite yeah, it's quite devastating to his total. He might make up for it more in uh, the uh, the next or the last category of being alive. Um. Uh which i have given him a 1 out of 10 for. <laughs> oh wow, very
1: interesting. Yeah. Now i i i gave him a technicality. <laughs> oh okay. So i've i've given him 7. Right? <laughs> 7. Cuz is he alive or is he dead? Is he
0: god or is he man? Uh, well, what, what is he right now? I as i understand it, he is dead but there are a few cells of him which are alive which anchors him into the mortal world and operate which is how he can plug into the golden throne and keep the the um, webway portal shut mm. that's how i understand i don't know if you've read any different
1: so uh from what i've read from my uh, knowledge is that he uh exists still as a uh, as a force within the warp, he is anchored to and still, like, obviously, the psychers that are fed to him in the, the choir. Um,
0: oh, yeah, we never even got onto the fact that he's. Uh... <laughs> he eats psychers, yeah, which is yeah. something that demons do. <laughs> yeah, every day he has thousands yeah. of people delivered to be. um have their essence drained to keep him alive. Yeah.
1: Well, there's a- Really, he's just the most successful god of chaos because they <laughs> need to go and earn
0: their um, psychers and people that they eat. He that just means... has them delivered on a plate. Bring them in. Sorry, uh, yeah, so he's saying he's um, he's sustained by the psychic choir. Yes, that's uh, a very that's a very fluffy name for what is actually. Really- <laughs> <laughs>
1: so technically, he's still alive. And, you know, he was an immortal being, so he he would had he not been torn apart by Horus, he would have been alive anyway. It's his injuries which have put him into this state. So, and the Golden Throne is supposedly keeping him alive as well, although the latest is that it's starting to fail, I believe. Yeah, they were trying to find parts for it or something because the Mechanicum don't know how to fix it. Uh, now, my my other controversial opinion is uh, someone stepping outside and into the the real world and looking at the the law from outside is the throne. Throne needs to fail. We need well, to we need to develop into what happens when the throne fails. That's a very whoever makes that call is
0: very brave. <laughs> oh, very much so, but it has to happen. It has to be done. Well, there's because there's all these theories about what will happen if he does die, and it's either the Astronomicon collapses and humanity is just finished because it can't move, or he gets reborn. Well, in terms of the Astronomicon,
1: humanity built an empire in the Dark Age of Technology across space without one. They have you can do warp travel without navigators, it's slower, but you can still do it. Um, so it's not I don't believe it's the end of everything <laughs> as it is presented uh, the other aspect is like what actually does happen to the Emperor if and when the throne fails, does he just that's it, he's, his existence is over, there's nothing supporting what was his mortal remains and that's it he has no anchor and dissipates into the warp and bad things is he released from the body and become a, a, a another god within the uh, the within the warp, and potentially becomes more powerful as, as a result? There are a lot of people that believe in him <laughs> uh, as a result of his uh, of the imperial cult. Uh, does he does it become something else does he get reborn into another body uh, i believe that's the... Uh, again i think it's no longer canon but i still accept it so that's the <laughs> the star child uh, theory isn't it that, yes.
0: that's no longer canon gets, i uh,
1: i particularly like the symmetry of that of the you know he was all the shamans the shamans die and are reborn into a single body the single body then dies later and is reborn into another body or could be into many bodies uh, so I I, I I like how that and that might well have been the original intent back in the 80s or whatever <laughs> all this was originally written. Uh, but that that one I particularly like the most uh, as the as the most interesting. you know hundreds of mini emperors walking around uh, or you could have them reborn into a single body of uh, and you know the emperor's reborn, but that becomes
0: interesting. <laughs> um, um, what are you going to do <laughs> I would like that to happen and also not like it to happen because that would so change the game oh yeah the dynamic law. Um, yeah. I don't know how you would do it Yeah, but the idea that we have actually yeah he's back <laughs> humanity is now <laughs> no longer on the back foot yeah um, you really now with all these threats that the Imperium is realistically can't survive against them all um, now they can. Uh, that would be that would be interesting. But you, you yeah. then you, if it doesn't work or you don't like it, you now can't go back. Oh, actually, he's dead again.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. Is it? Oh, Horus, two electric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, he, he tripped over and broke his neck, so I uh, can't yeah. <laughs> see the emperor
1: again. Well, the other uh, the interesting thing is because what we have had now is uh was so, it um has shown up. And it's almost and anti- on uh, an Indomitus Crusade. After supposedly speaking to the Emperor, uh, it becomes almost like it's uh the Great Crusade mini evi- mini edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so we can't bring the Emperor back because it's too it's too much, it's too powerful. But we can bring Ribute back. And he can go on a crusade, just not as big a one. The the moderate crusade, maybe not moderate. So, so. <laughs> The, crusade the, the medium crusade,
0: and he's uh immediately usurped the council of terror as well. So we're back yeah. to one man rule, yeah. So it's
1: we sent we, we kind of have mini emperor, yeah. Uh, but I, I do think I, I would love to see some kind of resolution as to the golden throne situation,
0: uh, but it's strange because, um, like, uh, oh. Vulcan is um he's supposed to be a perpetual. So yes. if he did die, would he not just come back?
1: Well, I say as is perpetual still an accepted Yeah, candidate? Vulcan's
0: a perpetual because he's like, fallen with a volcano and he's been
1: blown up and <laughs> in which case is the you know, it becomes the the golden throne
0: is holding him back. That, that's the idea. I, I don't know whether they're saying, because his instruction was to inter him in the golden phone. Yeah, I don't well, know, yeah. His thought was, um, I can't wait to come back as, as a professional because it can take hundreds of years. Mm. Uh, the Astronomicon and that will fail and everything will collapse. So yeah. he, rather than, he sacrificed his regenerative ability to keep humanity able to be <laughs> knitted together. That's the positive, uh, that's the most positive skin. It
1: uh and as you know it is entirely like uh possible because again because he's he, if you go back to it and he's broken humanity to remake it in his image there's going to be a very much amount of like a large amount of guilt going on at this stage <laughs> i'm like oh no <laughs> that yeah. really didn't work
0: i've uh, <laughs> done nothing that might have been in a better situation
1: it's all right uh put me in the throne i can fix it don't worry. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm playing the long game here. Yeah. It's a Hail Mary pass this one. <laughs> uh, but it'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah, don't, it'll be fine. Right. Um, well, that's a seven. I, I gave it one because um, my definition of alive is alive in the non-warp. Um, Perambulate. Uh, Perambulate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I, he is it does have a presence in the warp, which is fueled by all the belief in him, ironically. And psyches, And psyches. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's sustained by psyches, but the general worship of him, uh, um, oh, yes, sustains him in the, by giving him massive powers in the warp, yep. which allows him to give like, um, saints and things, uh, cause he's got his own demons, isn't he? Like, um, Celestine is really, if you want to interpret it, he's, she's a demon of the emperor. <laughs> Uh, yeah
1: um representing his will <laughs> yeah
0: yeah she keeps coming back so she's powered by his faith or his uh psychic energy so I don't doubt if this says does he is he alive in the warp uh, I would give him the full 10 yeah because he still is directing things in, in a roundabout way from the warp uh, he just has to act through like the imperial tarot and things like that. Yeah, he he just can't let go, can he? No, he's still got to have his say. And he's still <laughs> helping his side. He's still like inter- intervening on on their behalf. And is he, he's supposed to protect ships through the warp if he can? Um
1: yeah, so it, it becomes an interesting of like to so what extent are his powers and abilities? Is he and is his attention focused one place or many places? Can he can he intervene more than
0: he is? Yeah. it's never. Really, they'll probably never go into it because it's a, it's a, one of those open questions that you can just yeah. wander about for a while. But in terms of his human presence, um, if you look at any pictorial representations of him in the art, <laughs> it, it's not in a good way. <laughs> He's just having a bad day. Yes. Yeah, bad millennium. <laughs> bad bad 10,000. Yeah. Yes. I like, and and uh, one of them is depicted, because the, the Golden Throne is depicted in various different ways, but there's one where it is like a chair, and they've very thoughtfully put the arm that was cut off across him. So. <laughs> just in case you uh, need it later. They're just like, yeah, in case you get up off that throne, the arm's there. <laughs> it's just these, it's like it's, just, it's all bone. It's like, yeah, there's your sword.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, well, what else are you going to do with it?
0: Well, yeah, you can't it's a relic, really, isn't it? Yeah. So.
1: Uh... Actually, that is, is a, a very slight segue, but I felt it was a quite important thing. Um, the fact that his sword doesn't have any fancy name, it's literally just called the Emperor's Sword. Yeah. that's. Um, I had meant in the martial abilities, but I've forgotten about it. Uh, but yeah, like when you've got a weapon, it's just, no, no, that, that is.
0: That's like <laughs> that's, um, <laughs> that's like uh, Carrot's sword in uh, the Discworld series. No. Yes. Yeah. It's not fancy on a thing. It's just really, really sharp. Yep. Does the job really well. That's a king's sword
1: because it hasn't got any fancy bits. Well, I mean, it does have fancy bits, but
0: compared to a lot of others. Yeah, his underlings have got a lot fancier equipment. It does set on fire, but that's like, again, that's his psychic ability. Yeah. So, no, no,
1: this is just something that I can put through someone's face.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Very efficiently. (laughs) Yep. Um, yeah, so I gave him a one for that because he's barely. Uh, if we could have done points and decimal places, it would probably been, for that. <laughs> but yeah. um, yeah, in terms of being alive in the mortal realm, I, I it's, it's just some of his cells that are still sustained, I think, by the yeah. by this golden throne, but it's enough to anchor him into the astronomicon. No, that's reasonable. So the fi- that you've been more generous overall. I'm, I've been more to the extremes, I think. Although I have been negotiated down a few times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the final scores, you gave him a seven there, didn't you? I did, yes. So um, uh, 18, 24, 14. Uh, you gave him a 21 out of 50. Mm. What's that? He made 42% there. Not great. <laughs> not great. And yet... Um, so <laughs> 15, 20, 10, uh, oh, 11. <laughs> wow. Oh, he's, not, he's 22%. Oh, he's not done very well at all there.
1: Oh, and let's get this clear. The pinnacle of humanity. <laughs> you were yeah. rated at 22%. <laughs>
0: Well, you've you him given under half marks. Like, I know.
1: I mean, and yet it's still almost double what
0: you gave. Uh, that's just, if I hadn't. That minus ten is is knackered him for both yeah. of us. He was doing all right. Seven for me. it's Seven, eight, five. Being alive, one. Yeah, he doesn't do very well in there for me either. No. For yours eight. Everything's over half. Eight, ten, six, seven, and then that minus ten just does his legs.
1: Yes, I'd, but I think the minus ten is justified because, I'd particularly, well, maybe not so much for yours. Although yours are still reasonably high for the rise it's, to power martial ability. Yeah. The opening he, ones, is, he's had, all over half. He had everything going for him. He had not only like individual skill, but was in a position of power. I mean, he chained up through his own skill, but he had literally everything going. He had the entire race behind him, and. He fluffed it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Somehow. (laughs) Like, without his help, humanity conquered the galaxy, created a golden age of technology,
0: did whatever they wanted. (laughs) He gets involved, and we have this. He he thinks, I can improve this, (laughs) and then we are where we are.
1: Yeah. Don't worry, guys. I've got this one.
0: (laughs) Uh-oh. oh no <laughs> i can yeah and i can fix don't worry i can fix it <laughs> or not
1: so yes and if you could insert the uh the short video of homer and the flying pig that uh
0: <laughs> that would be great <laughs> um, i would but i don't want to get sued into a by <laughs> matt graining i'm pretty sure they're not very litigious no, I don't think they mind. You see them on the ice cream vans and things. Very yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. Simpsons. <laughs> well, um, so that's the first section. I I am going to call. I think Karl Franz is going to do better than twenty two percent. And like I was saying before, my prediction is he's going to win it um, based on not making as many mistakes. Yep, no, that, that seems reasonable, uh, but also doesn't achieve as much either. Yeah, well, we'll go into that in the next episode, but um, for part one, I think we'll call it there. Um, so, um, that's the end of part one. Do you think this interview here was better than the one with Vince or Ian?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, he seems to have an audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the audience seems pretty convinced. <laughs> yeah, I didn't invite an audience. So I don't know how that happened, but okay. Um, well, I'll invite you back for part two. Um, Thank you. Which I'll release separately to this because I think we've probably run out of time. Yeah. Bit of a cliffhanger. Um, yeah, a bit of a cliffhanger. Will Franz triumph or will the God Emperor of mankind use his psychic abilities to be really. to out of it, triumphant, who knows Um, (laughs) tune in next week to find out it might not be a week, it might be a lot longer I'm not promising anything (laughs) see you next time